The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This episode of Check the Locks is brought to you by our friends at Audible. Audible is your one-stop shop for audio entertainment where you can always find the best of what you love or discover something new. That's right. Audible offers an incredible selection of audiobooks across every genre, from mysteries, thrillers, biographies, and of course, true crime. And as an Audible member, you can choose one title a month from their catalog to keep forever, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. Audible members also get access to thousands of podcasts from popular favorites, exclusive new series, and this very podcast you're listening to now. Plus, the Audible app makes it easy to listen anytime, anywhere. While traveling, working out, walking the dog, doing chores, Audible makes listening anywhere easy. And best of all, Check the Locks listeners can try Audible for free for 30 days. So head over to audibletrial.com slash check the locks or click the link in the show notes to start enjoying Audible today. Warning, Check the Locks podcast is a true crime podcast and may contain graphic descriptions of violence, murder, sexual assault, and more. Check the Locks podcast is not appropriate for all listeners. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Welcome back to Check the Locks Podcast. As always, I'm John Connor. I'm Olivia Cornu. Saying thank you for joining us this week as we dive into yet another truly terrifying true crime case. Before we get started, Olivia, how was your Thanksgiving? We are recording. It is the morning. There is sunshine. I'm drinking coffee because I just woke up, not because I'm trying to stay awake. This is very odd. How are you? How was your holiday? It's a very different vibe early in the morning. The cats and the dogs are on an all-time Hi, but my Thanksgiving was different than usual. I actually didn't have any turkey on Thanksgiving, um, but I had a good one. Spent it with some friends. How was yours? Ours was good. We you know, got together with the family. We played some like penny poker, so nothing crazy. It was nice to you know just kind of eat. I was also very proud of myself because I didn't go ham. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> the pun. I didn't go ham on Thanksgiving Day. I went to the gym in the morning. Good Did job. my three miles on the treadmill. Then I had one plate and then a couple of desserts. That's where I was like, I'm going to give myself the leeway, right? I have one plate at like normal sized food so I can have a few desserts. Uh, and I mean, it was good. Like kids got to play. All the cousins had a great time. It was really a lot of fun. So it's awesome. Yeah, it was a really good time. And like I said, I just can't get over the fact that, you know, I've got coffee right now. My voice sounds scratchy. Because I'm just getting up, not because I've been up for like 16 hours. So it's very strange. I have to say it is kind of interesting recording a morning session with you. I know the animals are going crazy over there, but it does it feel like there's a different energy to you doing it in the morning. 
I mean, my wardrobe is about the same, my pajamas. <laughs> but I, other than that. I hopped out of bed and just was like, well, time to record. So I'm, here we are. Yeah, we're in the same thing. Well, this week is my case. And this week has been a little hectic because of Thanksgiving schedules and things like that. So uh, we still wanted to make sure that we got a episode out and that, you know, the Monday after Thanksgiving didn't come along. And then all of a sudden, you know, there wasn't an episode, something like that we wanted to make sure we had something out for our listeners, for our locksmiths, for our family. And Thanksgiving is officially over. So you can call me Mariah Carey because I'm focusing on Christmas when it comes to these true crime cases. Oh, heck. So I know it's not December yet, but like Christmas music in the mall, I thought we could start a little early. Do you think you'd be down to get into some Christmas true crime with me to, to start off the month? Yeah, let's hear it. Awesome. For this week's case, we're going back to Christmas Day in 2016. 46-year-old Trisha McCauley spent the day in the kitchen of her Washington, D.C. home. She baked cookies and worked on putting together her signature holiday dish, Brussels sprouts caramelized in balsamic vinegar. Now, Trisha was a successful actress. She had been celebrated for work both on stage and on screen. McCauley had acted in short horror movies and a drama. She was also the stand-in for the film Step Up's lead actress, Jenna Dewan. Trisha had been a mentor of the DC acting scene for more than 30 years. She mentored young actors and loved being a part of the community. And when she wasn't acting, she worked as a nutritionist and a yoga teacher. Additionally, she volunteered at a local community farm and loved sharing her vegetables with friends and family. Now, on this Christmas Day, the actress was planning on having dinner with some of her theater friends. But before she could join them, she needed to pack as she had a flight out of town the following day. At 4.30, she posted on Facebook that she was on her way to the dinner. Macaulay then got into her two-door Toyota and headed out. But sadly, she would never make it to the party. Now, when Trisha didn't arrive, her friends were concerned, but not overly worried. She had fallen asleep before a gathering before, and they assumed it had happened again. But when Trisha didn't arrive for her flight the next day, she would be reported missing. Now, friends would help in the search, traveling the route the actress would have taken to get to the party. Police also searched her apartment, but there was nothing suspicious found, only the scraps of leftover Brussels sprouts. Now, by this point, an online campaign to find Trisha had also started, and it gained traction quickly. The story of a woman vanishing on Christmas Day seemed to affect the community, and everyone wanted Trisha home safe. And as the police continued to investigate, they discovered that the missing woman's bank cards had been used. But when they reviewed the footage from the store that the card was used at, they made a shocking discovery. Trisha's card had been used by a man. They immediately released the security footage in hopes of identifying the suspect. And on December 27th, two days after Trisha's disappearance, authorities would have their man. Now, it was on this day that someone spotted the suspect from the footage at a local pharmacy, and they immediately called 911. And when police arrived, they found themselves face-to-face with 29-year-old Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. 
The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. They also noticed Trisha's car parked outside. And when Johnson was searched, he was found to have her keys in his possession. But as officers approached the vehicle, they had no way of knowing the horror that they would find inside. When they opened the door of the Toyota, authorities were shocked to find Trisha's dead body wedged between the rear and front seats. She was hidden away from plain sight, and they realized that Johnson had been driving around with the victim in the car for two days. Dwayne Johnson was arrested immediately and charged with first-degree murder, and police began to dig into their suspect's background. Now, Johnson had been living on the streets. In fact, two weeks earlier, he had been arrested for stealing toothbrushes from a different local pharmacy. However, no witnesses came forward, and because of this, Johnson was ordered to stay away from the store. He was also ordered to wear a GPS ankle monitor, but he failed to show up to have the device installed. He had recently spent time in a psychiatric hospital, but had been discharged due to a lack of insurance, and this is what led to him living on the street. Now, when questioned by police, Johnson shared a bizarre story. He claimed that Trisha had offered him a ride on December 25th, 2016, and he told police that the pair engaged in mutual sex on a curb in the area. Johnson also shared that after, Trisha seemed depressed and began talking about how she wanted to kill herself. And it was then the man claimed that Trisha hung herself inside the vehicle. However, he could not tell police with what. Johnson also claimed that Trisha told him he could use the car and her bank cards after she was gone. Now, Johnson also admitted to picking up a prostitute in the area while Trisha's body was still in the back seat. And when questioned by police as to why he would do something like that, Johnson shared that he thought Trisha was sleeping and she would eventually wake up. Now, during the questioning, police also noticed what seemed like defensive wounds on Johnson's hands and jaw. Johnson could not explain how those wounds got there. But the police weren't buying it, and the suspect was held until his trial was set to begin. However, in September 2017, Dwayne Johnson would take a plea deal. Now, his defense attorneys would argue that Johnson had struggled with mental illness for years, and his problems with drugs and alcohol had contributed to the man living on the streets. But the prosecution believed they knew what really happened on the day that Trisha was murdered. They argued that Trisha, being the kind person that she was, had stopped and offered Johnson a ride. Once inside the vehicle, they believed that Johnson attacked, viciously beating and raping the roughly five-foot-tall woman. But Trisha tried to fight back. In fact, Johnson's DNA was found under her fingernails. But sadly, she couldn't overpower the nearly six-foot man. In November of 2017, Dwayne Johnson was sentenced for the murder of Trisha McCauley. The plea deal that he agreed to allowed him to avoid life in prison, but he was still sentenced to 30 years behind bars. 
Additionally, this time would be followed by 30 years of supervised release. Now, at the time of Johnson's sentencing, over a dozen of Trisha's friends and family members filled the courtroom. Many spoke about losing their loved one, with some sharing that they were in grief counseling and others sharing that they were now afraid of a neighborhood that they once loved. But Trisha's memory will live on forever for those who knew her. And to her friends, her kindness, talent, and beautiful spirit will always be remembered. So, Olivia, that is this week's case. I know it was not the longest. Uh, I'll be honest, when I started researching it, I thought it was going to be a little bit more to it. It is kind of cut and dry, but it was kind of heartbreaking as I was going through it. So, sorry that it wasn't on the longer side, but I did want to kind of pick your brain after going through the story, what do you think? What are your thoughts? Where are you at? I mean, this is just so sad. I, I think that what happened is exactly what the prosecution was saying, that it was Christmas Day. Trisha was having some kindness in her heart. She picked up this person to give him a ride. And then next thing you know, he's attacking her. So it's just devastating. Yeah, I am definitely there with you. Um, in all of the research that I did on Trisha, in this case and everything like that, there was an article that I came across that I did put in the show notes, but that whole article was just her friends remembering what kind of person she was, you know, after some time had passed from this incident. And she just seemed like that kind of person, the kind of person who would, you know, see somebody on Christmas day and it would speak to her heart and she would want to help and be like, Hey, can I give you a ride? Can I, you know, get you someplace warm, do something like that, you know? So it's just sad that such a giving and, open person would do something like that and then to be repaid by being brutally murdered and raped and strangled to death is just you know and especially there's just something about it being on Christmas that just makes it like extra sad you know what I mean yeah and then when it comes to the story he was telling the police and can we also just mention that his name is Dwayne Johnson like the rock yeah it was really hard for me because I am the kind of person as we've talked about before who makes jokes to make uncomfortable things more tolerable and the fact that this guy's name was Dwayne Johnson it was really hard to not you Do know you smell like, what the rock is cooking Dwayne the rock Johnson now there were some articles that said his name was Adrian Dwayne Johnson but most of the stuff that I found on him referred to him as Dwayne so I don't know if he also went as Adrian or anything like that but yes it was very hard as I was researching not to imagine her pulling up and then it's just the rock being like, can I get a ride, brother? You know what I mean? Right. So Right. Well, when he was telling his story of like what events happened first off, I looked at pictures to see what Trisha looked like. And she does look like Jenna Dewan. And I don't know if anybody's familiar with her, but she used to be married to Channing Tatum. But she looks like her. But also the little car she had was tiny. So my first question was, how do you hang yourself in a car? Yeah, I was thinking that as well. I was like, okay, well, you know, they have those little, you know, we always call them like the oh shit handles. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Grab out of that, something like that. That's what they're called. Okay. I didn't know that was like the manufacturer's term for them. But, um, but you know, I was like, okay, well, I guess you could, you know, like tie something around that. But then still, like you would have to put your weight into it. And like, it, like you said, it's a tiny car. So even if you're intentionally like trying to distribute your weight to where you would strangle yourself. Even if you pass out, you would fall. Your feet would be touching like it would stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. So unless somebody was doing it to you, I don't know if it's possible. 
Yeah. So that was my first thing was like, he said she hung herself in the car. But then when he was talking about picking up the prostitute and he just thought she was sleeping in the back seat, if she hung herself in the car, why would she wake up? Yeah. I don't know. And I I don't know if it's, you know, the argument that he was, you know, super heavy involved in drugs on that day. And so maybe like he wasn't all there or anything like that, but I'm with you where it's like, no, like if you're saying that she told you that she wanted to kill herself, she hung herself, quote unquote, in the car and then told you you could use all of her stuff. Right. Why would you think that she's waking up? You know, I mean, that random act of kindness of taking him for a ride turned into a whole different scenario. But yeah, I just I mean, his whole story didn't make sense. Clearly, he did it. It's just sad that someone who was just trying to do a nice deed and headed to her friend's house for a holiday party, you know, never made it there. Well, and it's it's also, you know, his story seemed to change when it came time for the plea deal and things like that. Now, I don't know if that's because the lawyer was like, you should take this plea deal. But also, I don't know if you remember me covering in the, the notes, but when they did the autopsy and the testing and everything, his DNA was underneath her fingernails. So yeah. you change your story real quick. And I don't know if it was a case of like, okay, well, I'm definitely screwed because, you know, now it's it's pretty easy to prove that I'd done it. So I'm going to take this plea deal or, you know, if it was just his lawyer being like, hey, this is the best option that you have, you know, but I'll tell you what, though, this podcast has really changed my perspective on things. Like you know, I told you on Thanksgiving, I'd gone to the gym. I was driving home and I drove past somebody that I was like, oh, that person probably needs a ride. And it's the holiday. And I hadn't done any of the research on this case yet. But I was like, I just can't imagine like being in that situation, like needing a ride somewhere. She was had a blanket over her shoulders and stuff and just walking down a busy road. And in my head, like part of me was like, you should stop, see if that person needs a ride somewhere. And then immediately the check the lock side came. I was like, no. She's got a, a Bowie knife in her boot and she's going to stab you and take your car. And you know what I mean? Don't, don't do that. You know? So it's, it's just like sometimes as much as you want to be helpful and you want to go out on, on a limb to maybe help somebody out, it's like, you got to be aware that there's dangerous people out there. You know what I mean? And then I came back and did this, this research. I was like, Oh, thank God I didn't offer that person a ride. So, right. Right. Try living your life as a single gal. Scary world, John. Yeah. Yeah. Scary I mean, world. well, you know, if you would just stop letting people jump in your car at red lights, probably wouldn't be so dangerous, Olivia. I mean, I don't pick up anybody. YOLO. Nope. <laughs> no. Not in the city in which I live in anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're talking deadbolt test and thinking about the story, right, uh, where does it fall for you? What are you thinking? I'm going to channel my inner Olivia from probably 10 years ago and I would have picked up somebody and offered them a ride. So I'm putting it at a seven. If you ask me today to pick up somebody, absolutely not. Nope, nope, nope. But I'm putting it at seven. Now, when you used to give people rides, that's when you used to like drive by the prison every day, right? And be like, oh, there's somebody. A lot yeah, of people wear orange around the, here. The signs when you don't pick up the hitchhikers. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we have some of those around here too. But so you would, you know, ten years ago, this is this is something you could see yourself doing. Yeah, I mean, I could see myself be like, oh, I mean, I guess it all depends on what the person looks you know, me being judgmental and all like what the person looks like. But yeah, I mean, I'm the person who's hands out, you know, if I have a water bottle or food or something to, you know, people standing on the corners, I do that. Have I picked up somebody before? I don't think I have, but it seems like something I would have done. Something you would have done on Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's the holiday thing. I think that's what, Mm -hmm. like, I can't see myself normally. Being like, right. hey, stranger, you need a ride, you know, but 
on a holiday, if like I was in the car and the right Christmas song was playing and I was feeling sentimental enough, like, you know, oh, let me go give him a ride. Yeah, totally could see myself doing that. I'm with you. It's definitely dependent on the person. You know what I mean? Like, you know, just because I think we all have unconscious bias and it's like you can look at somebody and immediately say, like, would I be safe? Would I not? Like you make that that call in your head. Yeah. But, you know, like that woman on Thanksgiving, I was like, well, I'd probably be OK. Like she's, you know, she's a. But there's that zero point zero 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 one percent that you're not going to be OK. Right. I was like, she's older. She's like short. She looks like a little like meek and meager. But I was like, gun probably still be plenty strong. You know what I mean? So I'm not I'm not playing the game on it. So I don't know. I've never been. The idea sounds good, right? The idea that I would be that kind of person and having the thought makes me feel like, oh, well, I'm a good person for having the thought at least. But I don't think I would ever actually stop and pick somebody up. But I'm with you. I'm probably going to put this at like probably like a six. I would I'd put it at a six. I was going to say a five, but I think it is just a little bit above like the halfway mark. It's incredibly sad. I feel bad for this woman who, again, was just trying to live her life with an open heart and giving. It just seemed like so much of her personality was about helping other people. And so the fact that in the end, that's what ended up getting her killed. That's really, really sad to me. But as far as like, am I letting people jump in my car? You know, I'm a, I'm probably not. So I'm going to, I'm going to lock it in at a six. All right. Well, that is where we fall on the dead bull test for this week's episode. But as always, we have to throw it out to the locksmiths. Where does the murder of Trisha McCauley fall on your deadbolt test? You can let us know. Reach out to us on Instagram at Check the Locks Pod. Find us on Twitter at Check the Locks. And if you're not in our Facebook group, what are you doing? Come hang out with us. We would love to get to know you. And Olivia, speaking of our Facebook group, our Instagram, I know normally we read a review, but this year we're doing something a little bit different. Thanksgiving just passed, and we threw a message up on Facebook, on Instagram. Just asking the locksmiths, our families who listens to the show, what are you thankful for this year? And instead of going through a review like we normally do, I thought maybe it'd be cool to go through some of these gratitudes and, and kind of talk about what these people are thankful for. What do you think? Yeah, I like that. Awesome. Well, hit us with what you got, Olivia. Well, our first thankful follower is Ed is just human on Instagram. And he said, my wife and daughters. So Ed is thankful for his wife and daughters. And the second ones come from Trish, shout out my mother, um, and El Mendez on Instagram both said that they are thankful for their family as well. And then Tammy in the Facebook group said, I'm thankful that my husband is retiring from the military and we get to settle into our forever home soon and for my two awesome kiddos. So that's pretty awesome. And thanks for um, your husband's service, Tammy but we would love to know who you are so that we can send you, you know, a little housewarming present and send you some check the lock swag, Tammy. So let us know who you are. Send us a, send us a message. Yeah. Tammy. So happy that your husband is finally retiring. And just like Olivia said, thank you so much for his service. Make sure you pass that message along from us and let him know. And, you know, we've got stickers, we've got buttons, we got magnets, a bunch of stuff that looks really cool on a new refrigerator in a forever home that we would absolutely love to send you. I know you're in the Facebook group, so reach out, you know, send us a message. Let us know where to get some stuff sent out. We would love to just show you that we're thankful for you. You know, we're thankful that you listen. And that goes for everyone in the Facebook group, everyone on Instagram, everyone who listens to the show and and shares what we do. Just know that, you know, 
Olivia and I talk about it every day. Like we cannot believe that people listen to this show. You know, it is, uh, it is crazy to think that there's people all over the world who've been like, let me listen to these two people just, you know, be silly and talk about true crime. So super, super thankful. If you've ever checked out the show, if you've ever listened and just know, we appreciate you so much. We will be back next week with some reviews back to normal and folks, we need those reviews. So Olivia, if somebody wants to have a five-star review read on the podcast, what's the best way to do that? Well, they need to go to the Apple podcast app, scroll down on our show's homepage where you see all five stars, click all five of those purple stars and leave us a little bit of love. And I think, John, we can leave Spotify reviews and voicemails. Where else can we? Where else? Yeah, that's right. So you can leave comments on Spotify episodes. So if you're listening to an episode, you want to let us know what you think, or if you just want to leave a review on one of those episodes, you can do that on Spotify now. So Go in, leave that. We would love to read those as well. Uh, yes, if you want to leave us a voicemail, you can head over to checkthelockspod.com. We love to hear your voices. We love to hear the tone, the inflection, the excitement in your voice. We, we want to hear from you. So uh, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, again, that's checkthelockspod.com. And as always, if you are interested in financially supporting Check the Locks, you can do so by becoming a patron. Head over to patreon.com forward slash checkthelocks. Get signed up today. We got a lot of great benefits, exclusive stickers, T-shirts, coffee mugs, all sorts of stuff you can only get for being a patron. Plus, you get the episodes ad-free and early. So if you love Check the Locks but you hate commercials, Patreon is the way to go. And speaking of Patreon. We got something exciting. We got something very cool coming. So this week, we will actually not have a short on time episode. There'll be no Wednesday episode. But that is because... We are hanging out with our patrons in Zoom, having a little virtual meetup, getting to meet everybody. So if you are interested, you want to come hang out with us, head over to patreon.com forward slash check the locks, get signed up today. This is any tier, doesn't have to be anything specific. We just, anybody who supports us, we want to hang out, get to meet, spend a little time with. Also, if you are in our Facebook group, we do have room to send uh, about two or three additional invites. So Make sure you're on the lookout. You may get an invite from one of us to this special Patreon event. We would love to have you. But Olivia, I'm super excited. I don't know about you, but the last one was really fun. Really excited to get to meet more people and kind of hang out and and get to know people. I know. I love the last one. I just like to see and hear and like meet meet people. Yeah, it's going to be a really good time. And again, you can sign up on Patreon for as little as like $3. So if you like what we do and you want to come hang out with us, throw us three bucks a month. Come chill with us. We would love to get to know you. And if you can't support the show financially, we definitely understand. We talk about this every week, but just listening to the show, sharing it with your friends and family, letting them know what we do means just as much, if not more. So if that is you, you're listening, you're sharing those links, you're telling people to check out the show, just know we appreciate you more than we could ever tell you. Again, we grow when you tell people about the show. So it's all about that grassroots, word of mouth, letting people know. So If you are sharing what we do, just know that we appreciate you so, so much. That is all that we have for this week's case, but please make sure that you are subscribed to Check the Locks on your favorite podcast app so that you never miss an episode. We will see you again next week with a brand new, truly terrifying true crime case. But until then, don't forget to check the locks. See you next week. Bye.